your Locked On Avalanche, your daily podcast on the Colorado Avalanche. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Just when you thought the Avalanche were done, just about, maybe sign a couple pieces here and there, Joe Sackick says, hold on a second, and makes another deal that will just solidify where the Avalanche are. <clears throat> Thank you, everybody, for joining the Lockdown Avalanche podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Chris Maselli, with another episode of the podcast dedicated to your gotta-be Stanley Cup frontrunner, Colorado Avalanche. And more news. Man, <clears throat> we thought, like I said, the Avalanche maybe will take a little bit of a break and, you know, see what we can do with and Ryan Graves, <clears throat> get those guys signed. And we talked about it yesterday. And what would the Avalanche do to fill that other defensive hole when they got rid of Nikita Zadorov? Well, today we got our answer. And Joe Sackick pulling the strings on uh, another very well-orchestrated trade, again, with the New York Islanders. We will get into that. We'll get into uh, Gabe Landeskog. Contract talks are kind of ongoing, um, and we'll we'll see where that goes, what that means, and obviously the grave signing. So Lots to get to before we get to that. Follow the show, social media outlets, L-O-P-N underscore Avalanche. On Instagram, search for Lockdown Avalanche, and definitely send questions, comments, concerns, opinions on anything. This trade, how the free agency period has been for the Avalanche, things you like, things you don't like, anything. Avalanche at gmail.com. The Twitter poll right now is for Nathan McKinnon for his uh, 2019-2020 season grade Going as expected, which is why I put up on the on the post, we know where this is headed. And if you look at it right now, it's definitely headed in that direction. So I'm um, looking for just comments on Nathan McKinnon himself. Why is he so good? What makes him so good? Uh, what makes him important to you and, and why you watch Avalanche games? So go there right now. That'll be running for the rest of the day, and we'll get to his grade on tomorrow's show, which we know what it's, what it's going to be. But it's always fun to talk about our best player. <clears throat> so I guess we'll start chronologically. News came down in the afternoon, I think around 1 o'clock Eastern time, that the Avalanche had signed one of their remaining two, really three if you want to count Kamenev, uh, which I, I'm not really counting him. Uh, but one, their last of two f- um, restricted free agents between... Graves and Jost, that they signed Ryan Graves to a a pretty healthy contract for him. And Graves had requested arbitration, which didn't didn't get to that point again. And that's another thing that you have to give credit, Joe, uh, give the credit to Joe Sackick. He's avoiding arbitration where he's going to have to pay more money for these guys. And he's avoiding all of that. And he did it again with Graves. A three-year contract for Ryan Graves. That the length of that surprised me a little bit, for a number of reasons. For the they haven't really been doing that, signing guys in this free agency period. 
to more than two years, and he's a little bit more unproven than Burakovsky, and Burakovsky only got a two-year deal as kind of like, you know, a, a very good deal for him, you know, approaching $10 million for two seasons. But that still is a contract of, okay, you know, you do well in these next two seasons, and you're going to go up from there. Ryan Graves got a nice increase. Well, he was at, I want to say, around 700000 750000 And his uh, average annual value is going to be 3.16 for three years. So that's, I mean, $2.5 million first year, $3 million second year, $4 million in the final year. <clears throat> so a, a very, and that's based on one season, a very good season for him. And I know people are kind of saying, well, he didn't do anything in the playoffs. You got to give the guy, I don't want to say you give him a pass, but you got to give him time to really experience all of that. So are we just going to, you know, the people who are hanging their hat on Ryan Graves having a poor postseason, getting rid of him because of that. And then he goes on to another team and gets the experience that he hasn't had and then becomes a great player in the postseason. No, you got to go through growing pains like that. <clears throat> so, yeah, Ryan Graves is signed. I like it. You know, the plus 40 on the season. And that's a stat that is some people think it means nothing. Some people say it does have meaning. I mean, it, it, it has to have some meaning, especially when it is that high. That's just, you know, you don't see that, especially from a guy of, of Ryan Graves' caliber. You don't expect him to go out and, you know, you know when he's on the ice, the Avalanche have a, a great shot at scoring. So you want that on your team. Why would you not want that on their team? So he's a young guy, you know, 25 years old. Um, I, I think, you know, there, there was kind of no doubt that they wanted to bring him back. And it seems like everything, it seemed like he wanted to be back. Obviously, the Avalanche wanted him back, and it happened. So that pretty much solidified our defensive end with the exception of one thing, and we were talking about it yesterday. What are the Avalanche going to do to replace Nikita Zadorov? It's not going to be one of the guys that they picked up in trade. We were kind of throwing around the idea of it being one of the new guys in Bone Byram or Connor Timmons. I think a lot of people were leaning towards Byram just because he is the flashy name and he has done very well where he's been playing. That's kind of what you thought, and you would be in your your rights to think that. And then it wasn't maybe another couple hours later where Joe Sackick pulled off another trade. And this is a, a really ingenious trade by him. So we're going to get into that here in a second. But first, we're going to hear from our sponsors for the day, which one of them is Rock Auto and rockauto.com. Chain stores have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. Rockauto.com's prices are the same for everybody and are reliably low. Rockauto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than changing prices based on on what the market will bear, much like the airlines do. RockAuto.com is for everybody and does not require membership or an account login. RockAuto.com is a family business serving part auto parts customers online for over 20 years. And RockAuto.com to shop for your auto body and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. Best of all, prices at RockAuto.com are always reliably low. 
And the same for professionals or do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in the section where it says, how did you hear about us? So they know that we sent you to them. Reliably low prices, an amazing selection, all the parts your car will ever need. That is rockauto.com. Also, do you hit a wall? Not a physical wall, a wall at work. Whether you have a desk job or you work from home, and midday you always run into that wall where you just crash. The morning coffee has worn off and the job might be getting to you and you need to break through that wall. Well, we talk about Built Bar all the time and Built Bar has a brand new product called Built Go. It is a healthy replacement for your energy drink, but it's the energy that's not, quote, fake. It's lasting and natural. So whether it's a mental or physical wall, you can break through that with Built Go. It's an easy to take one and a half ounce package. You can throw it in your briefcase or just have it on your desk and is the best workout gel on the market. It's a five hour energy without the same crash feeling, but it's natural. So it's better for your body. It's like drinking a monster drink with a third of the caffeine and for better results comes in three delicious flavors, peanut butter, honey, chocolate, coconut, and chocolate mint. So right now built bar has an offer when you go to builtgo.com, use the promo code LOCKED, you will get 20% off of your next order. Once again, use the promo code LOCKED and 20% comes off your order at builtgo.com. All right. So we got the Ryan Graves trade, or excuse me, the Ryan Graves signing down. And now we move on to the trade. And, you know... This is just Joe Sackick working his magic. This is Joe Sackick, I would say, not feeling all that comfortable with where his prospects, like Bowen Byram, are at. Bowen Byram is is, is going to be the guy to take over a spot. It's not going to be next year. Not with this move that the Avalanche have made. Because, like we were just saying, we didn't know where... The other defender was going to come from. We were we were guessing that it might be Byram. Say throw him, throw him in, throw him to the wolves. Learn on the job, have some growing pains. Joe Sakic said, "No, I have a team that is built to win now. I don't want to have any slot on this team that's questionable. Not this year. I think the move that he just made with the Islanders, which is getting Devin Taves." a great defender from the Islanders for two second round draft picks, one in next year's draft and the other in the 2022 draft. So this will, that will make three straight years. The avalanche don't have a second round pick and I'll get to why that's okay. I feel like it's okay in a second, but this is Joe Sackick saying, I'm not happy going two years in a row being eliminated in the round that we were eliminated in. And this is Joe Sackick saying, I'm not even satisfied with conference finals. This year, after this move, getting Taves, is Stanley Cup or bust. You can't control injuries. If injuries come into the mix again, you make do. But you've already proven that you can win with what you put on the ice. 
So that you've almost lost that as an excuse because they did just fine last year. So if God forbid injuries don't creep up like they did, but if they do, the fan base is not going to want to hear it. They're going to, they're going to say you need to do the exact same thing you did last year, next man up and let's go, let's go get some points. So the move itself is aggressive and it's Joe Sackick saying we're, you know, they were already all in, but we're, we're solidifying every role on this team. We're not leaving any role on this team to someone who is inexperienced. No offense to Bowen Byram. He's going to be there and he's going to be there for a long time. We expect, but right now, this season coming up is Joe Sackick saying we're all in. And I think it's a, a, a brilliant move to go. I don't know how much the Islanders were shopping Taves specifically. I know they're in a cap crunch and they have yet to sign two of their big name players in Matthew Barzil and Ryan Pollock is the other guy. Both are going to get big increases, and the Islanders have like eight million, a little bit more than eight million to sign. And Barzil himself is going to soak up a lot of that. And Pollock made eight hundred, eight hundred fifty thousand in that area last year. He's going to get a big increase. So those two guys could soak up most of what the Islanders have left. They just didn't have the money to to sign Taves. So they, they are a victim of the flat cap. Joe Sackick knew that. And I, w- and I don't, maybe we'll get some answers to this, but I would really want to know how many people were being as active as Sackick was finding a player like Taves on a team that they didn't want to get rid of him, but they really had no choice. Unless guys like Pulak and, and Barzil were going to take really low-end deals, which they're not going to do. Guy, they have to get rid of some some players, some assets. Look where Vegas is right now. What in the world is Vegas going to do? Yeah, you got your name in Petrangelo. You you are, I think it's like $6 million over the cap right now. Islanders didn't want to put themselves in that situation. So, Joe Sackick knew that. And he went searching for that that exact type of player. And I wonder how many other teams he was calling that he knew they were going to have to unload some players. I don't know if there if it was more than Taves. It possibly could have been, but I feel like he was targeting Taves in the island. Like he already did one deal with the Islanders. So he knew where they stood, and I think a lot of other people knew where they stood too, but not everybody's in the position that the Avalanche were in. So he made the move. It was a, a brilliant move because now you have solidified every spot starting spot on that roster and you can say well they, you know their their goalies are still suspect i'm with joe sackick and saying if these guys can stay healthy i have confidence in them so man inserting devin taves into this lineup you have you know in in your in your starting forwards obviously the first line solid second line solid third line for a third line solid Fourth line, four fourth line, good to solid. And then your defenders, are you kidding me with these defenders? 
Kale McCarr, Sam Gerard, EJ, Ian Cole. Now you have Graves and Taves. <laughs> and that rhymes. Maybe they should put them on the same line. I don't know. Like th- this team is is we said yesterday this team was dangerous and there's no glaring weak points in this team. If you brought up say Bowen Byram, you could say that's a glaring weakness that it's or or not even a weakness, a glaring concern because you'd have no idea how he's going to play. But Taves was is a great power play player and that's what the Avalanche need. Their power play was not the best from top to bottom, which is very odd. A great five-on-five team, but their power play was left a lot to be desired. And, you know, but their 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 first power play, they got a lot of chances. Pucks didn't go in the net. Sometimes, you know, that'll come around. But you knew as soon as that second power play unit came on, it was pretty much over. Power play was pretty much over. Sometimes that unit would come on with 45, 35 seconds left. You knew that it was pretty much over. You have even solidified that. You've even solidified your second unit power play now. And you are going to get... This is like a New York Yankees lineup where there is no weaknesses in that lineup. And now this is like... There's no there's no weaknesses on defense. There's no weaknesses, for the most part, on on your on your forwards because, you know... And I say for the most part because, like, our, the fourth line that we're eventually going to have... Put that up against another team's fourth line. Yeah, I mean, this team, if you, you know, the fourth line is the fourth line. Is this the fourth line that the Avalanche have serviceable? More than. And I would put them up against any team's fourth line to hold their own and really dominate most of the time. So you have four solid lines, three great pairings on defense, solid goaltending. I mean, if you're not excited to be an Avalanche fan right now, I don't know what is going to get you excited. You know, with the now the, all they have left to do, sign Tyson Jost. He's your last RFA. And you do have to sign Taves. He, he is a restricted free agent. I'm sure that deal will get done in, in the coming days. Uh, you have, it's something like $6.5 to get those two guys signed. You know, Jost is... I don't think going to be as high as Graves with the 3.16. Great, uh, Jost will probably be in the two to two and a half. So that gives you four million to sign Taves, which is more than enough for him. Right in his wheelhouse, you you have created a, a monster of a team. And this is Joe Sackick saying, "Go ahead, look me over for GM of the year. Do it again, because if you do it again next year, the the Avalanche." really are being slighted just because they're in the small market. We'll get to that. We have a long time before we get mad about that. So uh, right now, there's nothing to be mad about. Joe Sackick has worked his magic yet again. And after that very slow Friday, and where people were kind of throwing their hands up, like, are we going to do anything? There's teams around us that are that are making moves. We're not really doing anything. Joe Sackick was just saying, sit tight. I got this. I'll steer the, sh- I'll steer the ship. And he absolutely has. All right. One last bit of information to get to. And it's more Joe Sackick stuff. But and, and I want to say, if you think the Avalanche are done, yeah, they're probably done signing, you know, marquee players. I don't want to say marquee players. You know what I mean? 
they're probably done signing players that are going to be slotted into this the these lines and these pairings for now. Could they sign a guy here or there for AHL or wherever? Yeah, they could still probably do that. But, but you know, for the, for the the big signings, they're done with the exception of Tyson Jost. But that doesn't mean Joe Sackick just sits back and doesn't think about the future. All of these moves that he has made, he's thinking about the future. He's thinking about now, winning right now, and he's thinking about the big contracts that he has waiting in the wings in Nathan McKinnon, Kale McCarr, Gabe Landeskog. Well, we have word right from his own mouth that there has been discussion with the Colorado Avalanche and Gabe Landeskog on an extension. Landeskog has one year left and then becomes a unrestricted free agent. And the Avalanche seem like they are not going to let that happen. I don't think they have any inclination of letting him go. I don't think Gabe Landeskog wants to go anywhere. So this will be, if this they can make this happen, this will be something similar to what they did with Sam Girard. In his final year of the contract, you get a deal done that takes over for next year. So uh, let me look up what, what Landeskog's made. I think it's in the $5 million range. Let me look that up real quick. 5.57 for Landeskog, and then he's an unrestricted. So you're going to work on something that's, you know, and, and again, you have to take the flat cap into consideration. I think Landeskog is cognizant of that. Well, I know he's cognizant of that. So will he get an increase? You would assume that he will. Uh, I don't think it's going to be anything astronomical. I mean, could he get up to seven? I think that's feasible. I don't think he'd go. You can go really much higher than that. But the bottom line here is I, the the numbers right now don't don't concern me. I don't care about the numbers. I know that they'll get something done eventually. Um, my my what I'm impressed with is he's not just stopping. He's continuing to go, and it's not only Gabe Landeskog. Kale McCarr, his entry-level contract is also up after 20, the 2020-2021 season, which could be just the 2021 season, by the way. Probably will be. Um, so he said, you know, what? there's been talks with Landeskog. There hasn't been talks yet with McCarr, but said they're coming. And pretty much those are things that they can handle one thing at a time. They don't have to throw everything to the mix all at once. But you look at what the Avalanche have next year, and I don't want to get too much into this. Obviously, we just finished a, a free agency frenzy for the Avalanche. Uh, this year, this free agency market for the Avalanche, there was a lot of RFAs. Next year, there is a lot of UFAs. So those are guys you want to wrap up as quickly as possible. Some of them, like we said, Landeskog, Brandon Sades. Matt Calvert is, Pierre-Edward Belmar is, uh, Ian Cole is, and Grubauer is. Those are all unrestricteds. So you got some work to do next year, and that is why you're not just throwing money out like you know it's candy because you have to be aware of that. So this team has some wrinkles to it. This year, bringing in guys like Saad and Taves. But next year could have a much different look to it. 
with the exception of your your main guys. Landis Gog is going to get done. Kale McCarr is going to get done. Uh, but what do you do with guys like Calvert and Belmar? You know, that that's all for next year. But just know that, you know, you have a team and a franchise and a GM who's not just saying, you know, our work is done on Saturday. He's saying I'm making a, a deal Saturday night, signing our restricteds, and making another deal because I'm not happy. I'm not happy with, with where we are being eliminated. We have to get over that hump, and I'm doing that. And he's saying the youth movement that we have, continue to take your time. We got this unlocked up, and we'll see you maybe next season. And if not, we'll deal with it then. But all of these moves are with all of that stuff in mind. There's so many balls being thrown up in the air. And right now, Joe Sackick is doing a masterful job at juggling them. So we, we didn't know where this free agency market was going for the Avalanche, and I think we are all very, very pleased with what he has done. I don't think you can deny that. And I think the rest of the league is really on notice, and people are saying, oh, well, you know, look at Vegas. Like, go, okay, go ahead. Go look at Vegas. If nobody wants to take deals from Vegas because they need to make deals, they cannot field the team that they have right now with the flat cap they are over the cap they need to unload guys they're just gonna have to release them or try to find some trade partners and if other nhl teams are like sorry you made this bed uh we're not just gonna trade for to to help you out to get you under the cap it gets a little sticky for for them so i mean he's signed right now but technically i think they have to wait on it being official until they get uh, the cap straightened out, I believe is how it works. I could be mistaken on that. but And they probably will because they just have to flat-out release guys. But uh, Vegas might have hurt themselves a little bit by taking on Petrangelo in his contract, which I think is just overvalued, if you ask me. He's a good player, but does he deserve almost $9 million a year? I don't think so. So... Man, another day where we didn't... I didn't really think this day was going to go this way. I didn't wake up yesterday thinking Avs are going to make another big trade for them. And it did. I think giving up those two second rounders, the 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 <clears throat> position that the Avalanche are in, you have built up your system. So two late round, most likely, second round picks, I don't think the Avalanche are stressing that. You're not you're not giving up two early second round picks, which you know the way that the draft went this year was pretty much an extension of the first round. <clears throat> and yes, there were some guys that dropped, but I think the Avalanche are more than happy with what they have built up, where they say, you know what, what we have is good, and we're going to basically use those guys as our draft picks for that year, and we're gonna that's when we're, they're going to bring them up. You would expect to see Byram in the next two years. So I think what the Avalanche have, they know that what they they had they've they've gone the past four years building up everything that they have, and all of those guys aren't even up into the NHL yet. So they have all of these assets that are just sitting there waiting, and the Avalanche feel like we don't need to add anymore, and we're okay giving up a couple draft picks because then then we're just adding more guys than we know what to do with. So it's a, a smart deal. Uh, Joe Sackick sought it out. And this is all on him. I think this is all on him. 
for making an amazing draft, uh, ma- uh, an amazing trade. So that's going to be it for today. Uh, definitely go to LOPN underscore Avalanche on Twitter and um, vote for Nathan McKinnon and write in the comments section. We'll read all of those comments, and there is a good amount of them for this one. You knew there would be. So we'll get those to those tomorrow, and who knows if there's another trade the Avalanche pull off. We'll talk about that too. Or if they sign Tyson Jost. Talk about that. All right, that's going to be it for today, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow. Here's Jovi. Go, Abs, go.